Hello and welcome to the Lipsticks podcast where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell and the ever so delightful Jess Peace. We like to think of ourselves as your go-to place for good, honest, gay chat. So each week we pick a topic theme that me and Jess will discuss and debate and get into. Um, We also, every episode, we pick out a interesting LGBTQ plus article to debate and talk about. There is obviously the gay made up word of the week as we compile this lovely gay glossary dictionary. Um, And we also like to shine a big gay spotlight on a company, brand, person, someone doing something awesome for the LGBTQ plus community. So basically, yeah, it's just a good old chit chat where we get into different bits and bobs, basically. Hello, Jess. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm feeling good, even though lockdown, oh gosh, how long have we been in lockdown for? It feels like forever. (laughs) (laughs) So at time of recording in the UK, um, we are in lockdown, but they say that hopefully this will be the, hopefully be the last one. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't want it. (laughs) Don't jinx it. Yes. I mean, yeah. Um, Touching word, touching word. Uh, But no, I'm all right. Thank you. Um, Had a semi-productive weekend. How about yourself? Oh, that's good. Um, Yeah, I'm all right. Not too bad. Thank you. I was, um, I've pretty much just chilled out all weekend, to be honest. Um, Consumed a lot of television uh, for Mm. and made sure that I didn't work on anything this weekend because I just wanted to kind of switch off and just rest um but I have to say I've been looking forward to doing the podcast and I think that intro was probably the smoothest in- intro you've ever done <laughs> well Jess I am such the professional when it comes to podcasting I have you know <laughs> oh. um but yes so I don't know sometimes I feel like in the podcasting zone I don't I, I don't know whether my mic ha- helps because like it's like this like it's got this massive fluffy I don't know what you call oh no I do know what you call it because it's funny a microphone muff <laughs> um and yeah whenever I've, I'm speaking into my microphone I feel like muff. I get into the zone huh? whenever you're speaking into your muff <laughs> whenever I'm speaking into my muff <laughs> already lowering the tone aren't we Jess start as you mean to go on this is very true. Now, this week, we are going to be busting some myths regarding bisexuals and lesbians. And I flipping can't wait. How about you, Jess? I'm so excited for this one. I, th- I got really excited then because I thought you were going to say busting some moves. <laughs> we're going to be busting some moves with my microphone muff. It's going to be scandalous. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yes, obviously, as you identify as bisexual, I'll let you hand. Uh, we'll let you handle all the sort of um, bisexual myths that we're going to bust and explain. And then, because I identify as lesbian, I'll be going through the lesbian myths that we're going to bust and put to bed for for good. Perfect. Right. Okay. So I'll kick things off then. Um, so some of these are like my personal experiences and then some of these are just generalized views that I've kind of seen floating around on the internet and on lesbian TikToks. 
and other <laughs> various forms of media. Um, but yeah, so the first one is that being bisexual is just a phase and that bisexuals are people who are just exploring and haven't figured out whether they're straight or gay yet. And this one's a bit problematic for quite a few reasons. But also, I do know that for like a, a couple of people that I know, that identifying as bisexual was kind of, yes, maybe like a gateway into realising that they were actually gay. But I think to kind of just assume that it is a phase and I think a lot of people kind of do tarnish it with this brush of like, yeah, just experiment and see what you like, that there has to be some kind of decision at the end of it. And obviously, as a bisexual person, I can say that that's not true. I think obviously biorasure is a thing and assuming that you have to choose one or the other is a little bit, you know, it's a bit problematic. I think whilst it might be some people's case that it is kind of like a um something they might think about a little bit before before realizing that they're gay obviously for some people it is also just how they choose to identify mm-hmm. in fact I had um this kind of links back to our last episode because I remember saying I think it was to you actually <laughs> um that I saw classically a lesbian tiktok and it was like saying are you are you saying that you're a lesbian because you're scared of saying that you're bisexual because of biphobia or are you um saying that you're bisexual because of compet and I thought that was dead interesting mm, definitely definitely and that's that's um oh that's a topic to like delve into on another episode isn't it definitely so another one which kind of leads into that is that bisexual attraction is 50 50 and that bisexuals are greedy by liking both and wanting it all and I think we've also said this before like it is very much a bit of a slidey scale I don't think or at least not for me I don't think attraction does work in that way I don't think it is like a I'm Mm. attracted to men and half attracted to women I am attracted to multiple people, not currently, but just generally multiple people of different genders. And that might sort of fluctuate depending on sort of how I'm feeling within myself, who I'm dating, what my sort of life is looking like. And obviously the person, I don't know anybody like who I know that identifies as bisexual that would kind of split it that way. Um, And yeah, I just don't think, I don't think that's right. And also like, it, it could be said that is anybody a hundred percent straight or gay? Very slidey scale. A very slidey scale. I a hundred percent agree. So another one. <laughs> I feel like I'm just ranting at you. It's <laughs> and, fine. Get it off. Get it off your chest. Is that when a bisexual person settles down, they've made their choice. So I've had this said to me a couple of times. So for the last sort of three years, I've dated only women, and then for the god knows how many years before that because i've been in relationships pretty much since i was about 14 um so that's a whole like 13 years i dated men so obviously i've dated men for a long time i've dated women for the last three years and i think it's only been said to me within those like relationships or dating ships whatever you want to call it you know have you you decided have you decided are you a lesbian now no, I'm not a lesbian now. I'm still bisexual, but I'm dating a female. Yes. Yeah, that's a really valid one to bring up, I think. I mean, obviously, when I've been in a long-term relationship with a female before, I could still appreciate a man that's attractive. Um, It just means that, you know, you don't want to do anything with them. 
Like it's not that that just goes away because you've settled down. It's it's very yeah. I think. Um, another one is a bit of a fun one, and it's that bisexuals have a certain look. So yes, I've heard this one. <laughs> this is a bit of a one that gets kind of thrown around a lot on Instagram and TikTok and things like that. And I can't say too much about it because I do feel like with some people it's much easier to pick up on their vibe based on things that you associate with like being bisexual or being gay and what that looks like. So like in how they dress, but obviously that's generalizing because I mean, I've had people say to me before, you don't look gay or you don't look bisexual. And then I've also had people say to me like, ha, you roll your jeans up and you wear a lot of flannel. So you must be bisexual. (laughs) Um, And I think this, this kind of like um, preconceived idea that, you know, bisexuals are, largely quite femme looking and a little bit edgy and that they you know sort of like wear certain things or have certain piercings and things obviously I mean that's that's generalizing it's just a bit of fun but I'm guessing there are a lot of people that don't look like that who are also bisexual of course definitely this one bisexual people in relationships are always thinking about other genders so I think this one's a little bit weird because like I said, it's not just like that goes away, but it's that you're committed to somebody and you're dating that person. So you shouldn't really be thinking about anybody else. Like, yeah, you can appreciate if someone's attractive, but you shouldn't really be thinking about anybody else if you're committed in a relationship to a you know to another person. But I know when I've dated women, like I haven't thought about men. In fact, I've said this quite recently that I haven't thought about a guy in that way for years. Like it's just not on my radar at all to a point where I'm sort of questioning you know, like, well, would I be attracted to a guy again? Like, I'm not sure, but I'm definitely not thinking about men right now whilst I'm dating a woman. So it's it's definitely a, a myth busted on my end that bisexual people are thinking about the other gender whilst they're with a gender, if that makes sense. A hundred percent, yes. One that obviously um, ties into probably all of the other ones that I've said is that bisexual people are just confused and they don't know what they like. I'm here to tell you that, yes, it might be a bit of a gateway thing for some people, and that's fine because everybody's journey is different. But also, there's nothing confusing about liking two genders or multiple genders. Like, whatever you choose um, to identify yourself as, whoever you are attracted to is your own opinion, your own journey, and it, it might be confusing at the start. You might still be figuring it out, but it doesn't mean that you can't be bisexual and that you are just confused about where your sort of end goal is, because I'm here as living proof that you can be bisexual and not confused about it. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. And I think that's a, I, I, I think, I think as you're going through these myths, there's definitely ones that are going to stick out more than others, isn't there? And yeah. um, I imagine that that's uh, like a bugbear and a lot of bisexual people are like oh you uh, get asked the question are you just confused like no <laughs> this is yeah, this is I me think I, think, um, I mean I've had it before where obviously when you've dated men for so long and then you start dating a female when you've never previously sort of stated to anyone publicly that you might be interested in women or females um then it is a bit like oh what's this are you trying out something new um but yeah I don't think you can just go around saying that people are confused like it is a confusing time, but it doesn't mean that they're confused. Um, yes. So this one's interesting, and it's that bisexual people are always looking for a threesome. 
Um, I don't know where people have pulled this from. I'm pretty sure that there are people, regardless of their sexual orientation, that might be interested in having a threesome. And if that is something that's for you, that's absolutely fine. I'm not going to divulge my opinion on that. Um, but I don't think it's a bisexual thing. Like, I'm not always looking for a threesome. It's not like I'm sat here right now thinking about having a threesome. Um, and I don't think it should be restricted to bisexuals. I think there are a lot of people that probably do think about that. And that's absolutely fine for them. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think it's also maybe that, like, because with... Um bisexuality you are sort of uh attracted to both it's like well of course you want a threesome because that's your dream it's like well no not necessarily yeah, I, don't because... like, <laughs> I don't like that, that then assumes that if you're with say the same sex that you're then missing out on the other sex I don't think that's mm. fair to assume um and also I think sort of just researching for this podcast like it got kind of thrown around a bit that bisexuals are probably more likely to cheat because of this attraction oh you did tell me about that one it, and it really annoyed me because I think I'm sure people who are heterosexual and identify as heterosexual see people that they think are good looking or that are attractive it doesn't mean that they're going to cheat I think it's it doesn't matter that it's a bisexual thing just because you are attracted to probably more people in a sense of there's a bigger pool of people you're attracted to. It doesn't mean you're going to act on it or do anything with it. Do you know what Yes. I mean? It's a very bad, that's, that's horrible. I'm not here for it. It is. Well, we're, we've, we've debunked it. It's we've a myth. It's it. gone. Yes, we're telling you it's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's another one, which is you're only bi if you're currently partnered with or dating people who identify as the same gender as you do. So this, again, comes into that kind of idea that you... almost that you can't say that you're bisexual if you haven't dated somebody that's the same gender before and I don't think that's fair I think increasingly we're seeing a lot more like a lot a higher number of younger people who are coming out as bisexual without having had that experience and that's because you can tell who you're attracted to at probably multiple different ages like there's some people that come out later on there's some people that come out really early on like I don't think it's fair to assume that your relationship is your sexual orientation because you exist as a whole other person outside of that relationship and you still have interests and wants and needs that come outside of that relationship that will have happened before and afterwards. Mm. Um, hopefully not afterwards. Hopefully you're all in loving relationships that are very long term. But <laughs> That's the goal, people. On the off chance, I don't think it's fair to just kind of say that that's, that that's how it is. Yeah, and I think also, do you think um, there's also the belief that um, to be in a bisexual relationship, you have to um, be with someone who identifies as either male or female as well? Um, Because that's very toxic as well, isn't it? Um, Because you can identify as, as anything and you should be able to and you should identify as what you want to. And you are still bisexual if you are dating someone who doesn't um, identify as either male or female. Like That doesn't take that away from you, does it? Um, I guess, but this leads quite nicely into the next one. So this next one is that bisexuality is equivalent to pansexuality. So pansexual is the attraction to multiple uh, genders, people of no assigned gender, people who choose to identify, people who are transitioning. And obviously bisexuality is the attraction to more than one gender, which in this case is usually 
depicted as men and women. So I've had this kind of thrown at me a couple of times because one thing that I always kind of emphasize in people that I'm attracted to is personality. So especially if they're like funny and creative and, um, you know, smart and we can have good conversation, they're all things that I deem sort of really highly attractive and it just so happens that everybody I've dated has been really good looking too, which is <laughs> which is a nice bonus. Um, All right, Jess. <laughs> they have, um, but it's kind of been put to me that that because I emphasise personality so much, that that would suggest that I might be leaning more towards being pansexual. Now, my thing with this is that although I've I've said. Um, you know, you can say that you're attracted to, you know, whoever you're attracted to without having dated that gender or person before. I think for me, I know I've dated men and enjoyed it. I know I've dated women and enjoyed it. I think it is probably, you know, I've never dated anybody that's non-binary before. And whilst I don't think that would be anything that would make a difference to me, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable sort of saying that because I haven't had that experience. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not something that puts me off. It's not something I'm not attracted to. It's just not something I've experienced. And I think trans again is is different in a sense of because I am attracted to both men and women, like I don't know in that instance what my reaction would be. It's not something that I don't think is attractive. It's not something that I would judge a person on. But I wouldn't feel comfortable saying, yeah, I'm attracted to absolutely all types of people when I've not had those experiences or been attracted to those people up to this point, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And then I think another one is that bisexually just isn't real. I think a lot of people get this idea that you like either men or women um, and that once you've kind of settled down, that you've then made that decision and the rest of it does go away. So kind of just touching on some of the other things that we said before, I think one thing that is sort of assumed, from my experience, tends to be by an older generation, is that it's just not a thing. It's like, yeah, cool, we get it, you're experimenting. And it's not really something that, in some cases, is always taken seriously because of that. Because I'm I'm sure a lot of people did experiments of like 70s and 80s and things like that. But obviously, bisexuality for me is how I choose to identify. It's a way of life for me. <laughs> very much part of my day today. And I think that, to me, makes it real. Well, I feel that that was very cathartic for you. And I'm very... Out in the open. <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing my uh, myth-busting for lesbians now. Um, so thank you, Jess. I think you brought up some really good ones there. And I hope our listeners are like, um, like yes, that is 100% how I'm feeling. And let's get this myth busted. Um, so let me try and do as good a job as what you have just done. Um, so kicking off my first myth to bust is that lesbians fancy all women (laughs) Um, now this one is ridiculous because no 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 how how is that a thing because think of it from um like straight people people who um are attracted to the different sex like you don't fancy 
Um, if you're a woman, you don't fancy every other man. If you're a man, you don't fancy every other woman. Yeah. And it's the same with um, like lesbians. Um, just because you're a lesbian, it doesn't mean that you're going to fancy every flipping woman that you come across. <laughs> like that is just ridiculous. And I, I think this one sort of stems from like an education of um, like it kind of comes back to our episode about like comp het uh, because the norm is to be um it's not uh, I've got my what do you call it my quotation marks out um <laughs> but it's it's not normal to be um uh straight it's like every everyone's on this scale so I think there's this idea that like with some people they just if they haven't been around or they don't understand then they just believe these like fantastical things um so that's my first myth um busted lesbians don't fancy your women i really like that one i think it's so important because i think one thing i've noticed is sometimes when you come out to someone they realize that now because they are or a woman or in my case like if it's both like within that pool of people that you might be attracted to yes definitely it's like don't fight yourself (laughs) (laughs) um my second myth and I've had this question asked so many times. And like, I just want a caveat here. Like, I do understand that um, some of these questions aren't malicious. And um, some of this is just people not really thinking and they're just asking what comes into the head. But I've been asked so many time, times, who's the man? And you kind of look at the person and like, well, the whole point of being in a lesbian relationship is there is no man. There is no penis. That's not what we want. This is not what we're going for here. And it's the idea that like in a in a relationship you need this male masculine figure like don't even get me started on the whole like what is masculine what is feminine that should be a topic in itself Jess um but there isn't there isn't a man like two females can very much get about all right in life very well in life do you know what I mean like with with the tasks that they need to do so that's a myth that's being busted. My third one, I get this as well. And I, I, I'm wondering if you can tell from the passion in my voice of the ones that are like really frustrating me here. Um, but I get told that there's like this certain look for a lesbian. Like, oh, so for example, I get, when people um, find out that um, I'm attracted to females or I'm a lesbian or I've got a girlfriend they're like oh you don't you don't look you don't look gay you don't look like a lesbian (laughs) and it's like and and that also sometimes follows with oh that's such a waste fuck off mate like but yeah anyway um and that also um leads me on to another one about like lesbians fitting into either being butch or femme so there's this idea that like there's there's like the lipstick lesbian where you're femme, you wear makeup, you wear dresses, or you're butch where you have short hair, you wear sporty attire, or um, like you're not. Yeah, there is, there is, there isn't just two boxes of <laughs> there um, types of lesbian. <laughs> there are many different types, and at the end of the day, it's like people have different styles, just as anyone does. There is no this is what a lesbian looks like sort of thing um and I I understand that like in in films and in media and like sometimes lesbians are depicted in a certain way but 
there is no box. Like you can look whatever way you want to and be a lesbian. There is there is no uniform, people. Do not worry. Um, another one is okay. So um, some arguments I hear against why two females um, shouldn't uh, have children is that there needs to be a um, there needs to be a dad for a for that male um role model in that person's life oh my gosh like come on people that's disgusting it is so disgusting it is so disgusting think about all the fabulous um single parents like single dads single mums doing an amazing job bringing up children like sexuality at all yeah, and like two females, two males. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, as long as a child is like is love loved, they're being brought up in a loving um, atmosphere. They are um, they get chance to sort of learn to develop. They're pushed where they need to be pushed. Um, they're like supported. That is what matters. It doesn't matter if there's like a male or a fe- or a female. Do you know what I mean? Come on, like let's let's get away with that one. Absolutely. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Um, another one is how there's um like certain lesbian sports. You must have heard this one. <laughs> so uh, a few that spring to mind is hockey. Hockey is a quite lesbian sport, isn't it? Um, netball. It's a sport. Um, huh? It's a sport. It's, it, it is a sport. There is no like lesbian <laughs> sports. Like, for example, when I um, when I used to play roller derby, obviously it's been stopped now because of the pandemic. Um, but on our team, um, there was more straight people than there was gay. And everyone thought that roller derby, because it's quite alternative and cool and has a certain vibe and it's very inclusive and it's an awesome sport because of that. People think it's like a lesbians game. Like, let's let there are no lesbian sports. Come on now. Um, and again, like that also leads to my other one about lesbians being all super athletic. I can, I walk up the stairs and I'm out of breath, people. So do you know what? Like, not all lesbians are super athletic, are they, Jess? (laughs) Are you suggesting I'm not athletic? (laughs) I'm not, no, I'm just not at all. Do not twist my words here. I'm just saying. Um, Don't make from. I mean, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to generalise, but I, I should firstly say that I do also love men I have lots of male friends I have older brothers but it tends to be a male generalization and do you know what it's just them being uncomfortable about women playing sport this is very true this is very true and this one leads me on to another I don't know what number myth this is I've lost count Jess um but there's this myth that lesbians hate men no, no, they don't. Like, obviously, some I don't know where this one comes from, um, but it's not the fact that. Uh, so the reason um, uh, a lesbian wants to be with another woman isn't because she's doing it to spite men. I mean, come on, it's not all we don't do all things about. Do you know what I mean? We are we are being with another woman because we are attracted 
to that woman. We want to spend our lives with that woman. We want to settle down, have a family. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, we're not doing it to spite you. We're not doing it because we hate, we hate men and oh, this, this will do one upon them. If I, if I settle down with a woman, take that man. No, it's not. (laughs) It's because of who you are, who you feel more like settled with, who turns you on, who makes you laugh, who, who you want to be with. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I need I need a breather after this session. <laughs> oh, go for it. I'm here for it. Um right, I've got two more. Um so because I'm just mindful of we we've uh gobble, gobbled on. What am I on about? Gobbles. Um gobbled on. Uh <laughs> this uh this episode's it's flying. We can do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully get listeners too um another one is how do you know if you're a lesbian if you haven't tried sex with a man and you don't like it oh my god every if if someone asks me that say say a straight person um says like have you because I mean I have I have had sex with a man I've had sex with a woman and I I know that I prefer sex with a woman I know I prefer a relationship with a woman and that's why I identify as a lesbian that's my personal story but say for example like a gold star lesbian so gold star lesbian is obviously um those lesbians who have only slept with women (laughs) round of applause (laughs) you your gold star but say they get asked by um a straight person or not just a straight person but any person like um, have you had have you had sex with a man? No. Well, how do you know you don't like it? I could ask you the same thing, right? Well, and and if you turn that question round and said, "Are you are you gay?" and they're like, "No," I was like, "Well, have you had have you had sex with the with the same sex?" Well, no. Well, it's exactly the same thing, yeah. and that leads as well. That comes from compet, I think, um, because like man and women being together is the norm, and there's this idea which is wrong that like being oh, um being gay or um whatever however you identify is not the norm and different that like you need to have tried the normal thing first to know that you're and it's just ridiculous yeah. it's isn't just it? fucking stupid because before, <laughs> I almost know it is because before anybody ever has sex what are they just assumed to be straight like this is the whole thing isn't it if you've never had sex before and this is also this is my last ranty myth that I'm busting um there's the idea that lesbian sex isn't as valid as sex between a man and a woman (sighs) the thing is with this I've been asked this before like what counts as all the way if it's with a female (laughs) oh my gosh it like just just stop stop like and, and it makes me laugh that like there's this idea that lesbian sex isn't as valid as um sex between a man and woman because there's no penis going into a vagina. One, there's strap-ons, people, and don't uh, that's another myth. Like, I mean, oh, if you want to use strap-ons, if you want to use strap-ons, um, surely that's just you wanting to see it with a man because you're using a penis. No, it is not. Using a strap-on is because you want a penetrative experienced by the woman that you're like either in love with or dating or hooking up with it's not that like you're using a strap because 
because um yeah because you want you want your fantasize about being with a man i'm sorry i feel like you wanted to say something on that point as well i just had to get that out because i was going to (laughs) no absolutely this is one thing that gets chucked around all the time like even as a bi girl is that um people say like why would you use a strap on like surely that just means that you're like men yeah i mean yeah obviously I've said I also do like men, but it's got fuck all to do with the fact that it's because you want the penis shaped thing inside you. It's that you're having sex with someone who you fucking respect and are attracted to, and obviously you want to have a good time. And that there might be multiple ways to do that, and using a strap might be one of them. And that's fucking okay. It doesn't mean then it's not like you've got some weird dick fish. It just means you're having a good time. And this 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 thing about it not being as valid as well, when um there's like the joke isn't there in that like lesbian sex just goes on for hours and hours because because you, like with lesbian sex, it's sort of like you take it in turns and you kind of end up just keep keeping on going and going and going. So surely that's more valid. And I am joking because obviously all sex is valid. Like if it lasts for three minutes, if it lasts for three hours, <laughs> if everyone's having a good time, I am not judging. But come on now. I don't like, understand why that would make it not valid. Why is it not valid? I don't. Well, it's the whole thing, isn't it? That like, I think, do you know what I think this stems from? Because I think in, um, so technically speaking I mean it might have been updated and I might because I'm speaking about law and I'm not obviously a lawyer or I've not got a law degree um but technically speaking um like a woman in the same sex relationship can't have an affair because I think in law terms an affair is where like a penis and a vagina has happened do you know what I mean like so Maybe that's it. Or maybe there's the whole thing about, you know, how you consummate a marriage by, like, penis going into a vagina. Um, like, maybe maybe that's it because of, like, traditions and where we've come from. But well, all sex is valid, people. Well, Let us have fun. And I, I'm going to go out there and say this, and Sarah might tell me off, but I'm just going to throw it out there. If it is in any way related to the idea of... Um, a male ejaculating inside a female because obviously some people just think that that's how babies are made and that's how sex should be because that's what we're taught to believe then if it's re- totally reliant on somebody having that end goal of like obviously come in then there are a lot of straight relationships out there I've been in one myself where you know that girl's just not come in um, <laughs> If that makes sex not valid, then you've all got problems as well. So. You've all got there problems. There we go. <laughs> Round of applause. Round of applause. Right. Um, uh, I felt that that was a very cathartic. Um, that was like therapy. I feel, I feel good. I feel good. Um, right. Shall we move on to the other bits and bobs in our podcast? Yeah. Can we just can we just sort of round that off by saying that we absolutely do love everybody and however you choose to identify, whoever you want to have sex with, it's fine. Just don't piss anybody off. Don't assume things yeah. about people that you don't know and always be safe. Thank yes. Uh yeah. And I don't think I need to say anything else and rather than like, yeah, I, I agree with what Chester said. Yay. And it's just about thinking twice before you ask these questions or you have these thoughts. And yes, like we love everyone. Uh straight, bi, lesbian, pans, queer. Quite we're all we're huh? 
Anybody questioning? Anybody unsure? Anyone questioning? Anyone like we, we just let's just respect one another, please. That that's all we need. And we just needed this rant because we've me and Jess have both had experiences where we've had some people ask us questions and we just want to hit our head against the wall. So anyway, moving on. This week, um, the article is from the BBC, and the title of it is Drag Race UK. I came out to my mum as non-binary watching the show, Aww. and this is a this is lovely. So, um, so I'll read like a a few senses from the beginning of the article uh spit turner settles down to watch bbc 3s drag race uk every thursday night with their mum but last week's episode was different drag queens Ginny lemon and Bim- bimini bon bolash awesome name <laughs> had an open conversation about being non-binary it was so cool i was able to turn to my mum and say oh that's how i identify i ent- how i identify um it's the first time the 22-year-old properly opened up to their mum about their feelings towards their gender. So uh, just the fact that a TV programme has like, given a platform for a child to come out to the, their mother is amazing. It's oh, it's so inspiring, honestly. I've been watching, I've been watching both the US and the UK version of Drag Race. Um, and I remember watching this, um, this episode and there were so many tweets about it the day after and rightly so as well so there are two well I won't spoil it for anybody but there are two people on the show who are obviously drag queens who choose not to identify as either male or female um, and are non-binary so that obviously means that it, it might depend on the day the week the month how they're feeling it can fluctuate um it might come into sort of how they choose to dress or speak or act or anything like that um and the two queens were called Ginny Lemon and Bimini Bamboulash which is a bit of a mouthful um but I absolutely love her she's adorable I'm saying her as in the queen not as in the person um and they had this really great conversation where they were talking about struggles of kind of getting into drag and um, also being gay and kind of coming to that realisation that, you know, in drag, obviously, you might feel more feminine. And that can be quite uncomfortable if you're somebody that maybe mm. does feel more masculine at times or more feminine at times, or if it's very, very fluid. And I think they had this really great conversation about how um, it's just something that has always been there but has never been talking about that pub- publicly before and I think it's something that we're still learning um, but it was just so so nice to see for them to have this really heartwarming conversation like where they were both saying um you know I have days where I feel more feminine I have days where I feel more masculine and I don't feel comfortable sort of putting a label on it so I'm choosing to identify as non-binary and I just think it was so inspiring awesome Awesome, awesome source. And we will link to that um, news article in our show notes. Jess, I believe this week you have got the gay made up word of the week. Gay made up word of the week. I do. Yes, I do. This week's gay made up word is... Unicorn. 
Love it. <laughs> and apparently this means a bisexual person who is open to having a threesome with other couples. So kind of like a guest starring. And yeah, just being the person that gets to dip in and out, if you like. <laughs> um, <laughs> awful, <laughs> awful choice of words there, Jess. <laughs> Get that dipping in and out. Saucy. But yeah, I thought that was I thought that one was pretty interesting. I'd never heard that before. No, no, definitely not. Uh, well, I'll allow it. It's going into our big gay. Do we call it our big gay glossary or big gay dictionary? <laughs> our big gay book of words. That's what we should call it. Our big gay book of words. My, I just had this idea right on this podcast. Don't you think that's good? Basically, like a gay bible, really. Well, yeah, our big, our big gay book of words. Okay, that's funny. Come on, <laughs> what does it look like? Is it a big gay book of words? <laughs> what else does it look like? Anyway, um... <laughs> goodness. So, um, the spotlight. So, in a podcast first in a lipsticks podcast first i'm doing this i'm gonna start this week's spotlight because jess i'm putting the spotlight on you on me on you yes so um you did a wonderful campaign um for number one plates where the um title of the article was the Karma Sutra Car Sex Secrets Revealed. So basically an awesome campaign idea where you just came up with the Karma Sutra of like positions that you can do in your car. Now the reason why we are including it and I am shining the spotlight is because the the all the positions are very inclusive, aren't they? They are indeed. <laughs> so you have got you've got it covered for everyone. So for anyone, for everyone, however you identify, get on Jess's the Karma Sutra. Am I saying it right? The Karma. I mean, the karma. It's just like car- Karma, but the emphasis is obviously on car because it's for in a car. Yes, this is true. But yeah, I had so much fun working on this campaign. So. Um, I think the main thing for me was just that we we chose positions which not only would um, increase the chances or improve the chances of you actually having a a great orgasm because the data itself says that a lot of people are having sex in cars and just aren't having a very good time. Um, So we pulled out some positions which would be completely inclusive regardless of your gender identity or your sexual orientation or whatever your partner chooses to identify as. Um, and hopefully can just be enjoyed by anyone, whether you want to have sex with your hands, uh, mouths, toys, genitals, anything else that's safe and legal. Um, (laughs) Get creative. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just so nice. It's so nice to see, obviously, illustrations of, you know, two uh, males or two females just having a a gay old time in the back of a car. Well... We uh, hopefully listen, having a gay old time listening to the uh, to our podcast. Is that a bit weird? <laughs> Do I want people to be getting it on listening to? Anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. That's a um, but well done, Jess. Well oh, done. Thank you. That's so cute. Right, I feel like uh, we've rabbited on 
There we go. That's a better word, isn't it? Gobbled rabbits. <laughs> all the, all the <laughs> animals. It sounds weird. It does. <laughs> uh, so should we do a swift sign off and goodbye? Um, obviously, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, so if you want to suggest a topic that we should debate, if you want to give us um, someone to shine the spotlight on, if you've got a gay word that you want to be included in the big book, the big gay book of words, because um, I'm I'm quoting that now. That's what we're calling it, Jess. I'm putting my foot down. Uh, or the or the the gay bible who knows who knows uh, but yes you can do that by emailing us at the lipsticks podcast at gmail.com um and we're also on the tweets and the gram we are on the tweets and the gram on twitter you can say hello tell us how lovely we are or you know just just random feedback or anything like that <laughs> um, and we are at the lipsticks pod Awesome. And you can find us on Instagram just by typing in and searching the Lipsticks podcast. Um, so the only other thing that I would say is please do subscribe to us. That would be wonderful. And if you want to give us a review, that's also lovely for us as well, isn't it, Jess? It would be, be very much appreciated. Very much so. Right. Um, right. I'm going to say it like I do every week. See you next Tuesday. See you later, everyone. <laughs>